This segment is not a testimonial of the services provided by Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, our friend Lee Colvin with uh, Edward Jones joins us, financial advisor with Edward Jones, and um, we've got a lot to talk about here this morning. But first, good morning, Mr. Colvin. Good morning. How you doing today, Brian? Doing good. You? Buddy, we are loving life. Loving life. I tell you what, I've been staring out that weather window, and it is bright and shiny and beautiful. It feels great out there. Yeah. Just I a am little jacket it. today. I am loving it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I know we're in that busy time of hustle and bustle and getting toward the uh, end of the year as well. So um, that means big time for folks like you. <laughs> Big, big times for lots of good clients who are uh, who are looking for opportunities. Well, today with you, we are going to talk about uh, is a donor advised fund right for you? So, first of all, I guess we'll need to find out what what we're talking about here and uh, ways to support charitable organizations. Today's Giving Tuesday, so we've had some nonprofits on already today. So, couldn't be a better time to be talking about this. Isn't that right? right? That's right. Absolutely. You know. Brian, you can find so many ways to support charitable organizations, and I, I will just tell you, I don't know about you, I know you have a lot of good folks on here, and like you said, you've already had charitable folks on here, but I have just seemed to have so many good friends, neighbors, you know, citizens in the community needing more or extra help. Um, just based on how life is going for them right now. And to be able to say, hey, there's this service out there, or that service out there, it, it, it just means so much to them that folks are willing to help. Um, but while that's the case and these good charitable services are out there, the fact is, is they personally need support so that they can help more folks in need, right? Mm-hmm. And one method that's gained popularity over the last couple of years in doing this is called a donor-advised fund. And so we just wanted to discuss, is this something that your listeners, my clients, should be considering in gifting dollars to different charitable organizations? So uh, I'm sure everybody's situation is individual, so we know that uh, up front because donor-advised funds maybe may or may or may not be right for you but we're going to take a look uh at charitable giving this way and uh, some things to consider uh, i'm going to talk about uh contributing to the fund and choosing an investment and choosing the charities uh as as we go through this so lee as we talk about donor advised funds um i i guess the biggest thing is you have to contribute to that fund Right. You do, obviously. And, and within that, Brian, you can contribute to your fund with either cash or with marketable securities. Uh, and these are assets that can be converted to cash quickly. Uh, so, again, they do they do have to be uh, marketable securities. If your contribution is a tax. Uh, well, let me say if your contribution is tax deductible then you'll get the deduction in the year that you make the contribution to the fund. 
Now, of course, these contributions are still subject to IRS limits on charitable tax deductions and whether you itemize your deductions or not. Mm -hmm. So be aware of that. Also, if you typically don't give enough each year to itemize and plan on making consistent charitable contributions, then you could consider combining multiple years' worth of planned giving in a single donor-advised fund Donor advised fund contribution, uh, and that may be able to help because it also allows you to claim a larger deduction in that single year. Okay. Now this that move itself it may be especially impactful if you have years with a higher amount of income, with an accompanying higher tax rate. And if you contribute marketable securities like stocks, bonds, uh, other investments into the fund, then a subsequent sale of the securities could avoid capital gains taxes, which would also maximize the impact of your contribution. So as we talk with Edward Jones, financial advisor, Lee Colvin, about donor-advised funds, and if that's right for you, we talked about contributing to the fund and now choosing an investment yeah so within the investment category most donor advised funds they are going to offer several professionally managed diversified portfolios and these are are managed where you can take place um you can place your contributions into these portfolios let me put it that way okay Within that, you'll want to consider the level of investment risk that you want to take um, for each fund or contribution. And assuming all requirements are met, any investment growth is not taxable to you, the donor-advised fund, or the charity charity that ultimately receives the grant, um, and making your charitable gift go even further. So... You're not being taxed on that. The donor advised fund and the charity are not being taxed on that. So more dollars are going to the need that is out there today. And obviously choosing the charity um, is an important part of this whole process. That's right. And hopefully I can talk about that better than I have the rest of this today. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's been tongue twisters for me. I'm sorry. Um, so... Within choosing the charities, Brian, you can choose grants for the IRS-approved charities that you want to support. Now, in doing this, you decide when you want the money donated and how it should be granted. You're generally free to choose as many IRS-approved charitable organizations as you like, and the tax reporting is relatively easy You don't have to keep track of receipts from every charity that you support. Instead, you can just keep the receipts from your contributions to the fund. Oh, okay. Um, Now, although donor-advised funds clearly offer some benefit, there are trade-offs to consider in this program. I figured you were going to try to tell us because... Always put it in there, right? Well, well, the whole thing was, is donor-advised funding right for you? And so these are maybe some of those trade-offs that maybe it's not right for them, maybe it is, but... That's right. Okay. 
Uh, because, you know, we, we mentioned earlier where, hey, you know, if you've got a higher year of income, right. which could bring a higher year of tax, you might want to put multiple years of contributions all in at once to go ahead and get a, a bigger deduction this year. But understand one very important thing is that the contributions that you make, they are irrevocable. Okay. So once you it, put the money there in that fund, you can't get it you can't access it for any other reason that's right okay you can access it to give to charities you cannot take it back out to use for other purposes so you better be ready to give it away even if it's going to be used for future years right you've got to be willing to give it away now or don't do it only give what you're willing to 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 part with okay um at the same time, the investments that you choose within the fund, they will or may carry some risk, uh, as is true with all investments sure. out there. Um, you know, even your cash, even your safe investments do have risk. Um, they may not have market risk, but they may have inflation risk. They may have other types of risks. So just understand everything that has to do with money can have a risk when it comes to it being an investment. Also, donor-advised funds do have investment management fees and additional costs. So you want to make sure as you're talking to your financial advisor, you're talking to them about what those management fees look like, what those costs look like. Uh, so in this, you want to make sure to consider the impacts that those fees... Mm -hmm. Uh, when deciding to do this, can have uh, on you and on the gift itself. Well, we're talking about some tax implications here, uh, you know, financial implications. So I'm sure it's it's not only getting with your financial professional, but you need to seek advice from your tax professionals as well in all of this. Absolutely. You have to seek advice from the tax professional uh, and we suggest that you talk to your tax professional and financial advisor um, before opening the donor advised fund. Don't again, don't do it after, because once you do it and you make that contribution, you can't get it back. Yeah, and if this becomes part of your estate, I'm sure then that brings in a legal matter that you'd need to talk with someone in that profession. That that's exactly right. Um, but you know. Give this philanthropic tool some thought. Um, it can really help you uh, to do some good while also potentially benefiting your own long-term financial strategy for the future. Well, Lee, if uh, anyone has questions, would would like to talk with a financial professional about this or, or anything else, uh, I'm sure you would invite a phone call or any of the other Edward Jones financial professionals uh, around the area. Brian, we'd l we would love to. You can always give us a call at 615-907-7056. That is my office. Again, 615-907-7056 if you don't have uh, an Edward Jones financial advisor yet. Um, and, and we can always talk to you briefly about what your needs are, what your goals are, what you're looking for and try to fit you with an advisor locally who may best fit your need or may be most logistically uh, uh, feasible to you in, in meeting with. 
Lee, as always, we appreciate your time today. Thanks for stopping in. Thank you so much, Brian. Hope you have a great week. You too. Get out and enjoy this sunshine today. Absolutely. <laughs> Lee Colvin is a, an Edward Jones financial advisor and joins us a couple of times a month here on the radio. If you missed any part of this, want to go back and take a listen, check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com. Just look under Rutherford Issues or search WGNS wherever you listen to audio, Spotify, iTunes, Facebook podcast. We've got you covered in all of those places.